Okay, so Mike, have you heard of this Beth Jezos character? I think you mean Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Beth Jezos, the pseudo-anonymous leader of the effective accelerationism movement. Uh, no, I, I don't believe I have heard of Beth Jezos then. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So let me set the scene for you. Uh, we all know uh, Martin Scarelli, right? The pharma bro. We've got the Y Combinator president, Gary Tan, the Notion co-founder, Chris Prucha. They're all hanging out at an underground tech event in San Francisco. They're watching a presentation by a shirtless cartoon character with six-pack abs gleaning against a swirling galactic background. The cartoon avatar is Beth Jezos, the pseudo-anonymous co-founder of Effective Accelerationism, Silicon Valley's new electric subculture hell-bent on encouraging relentless technological growth. Okay, this sounds like a crazy dream that I have after like a <laughs> night of drinking. This is a this is a true story though. Are you sure? I swear. I swear. <laughs> Look, it's 2023. <laughs> Things are getting weird. <laughs> All right, things are definitely weird, so we'll hear more about that event and effective accelerationism right after we roll this intro. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We're your hosts, Michael Saka, and I'm Mike Belsito. And a quick word. From our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. As artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore, AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. With over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. 
Okay, so let's get back to that underground tech event where Martin Scarelli, Gary Tan, and Chris Pruncha are spending their Sunday evening. It's September 17th. It's held in the co-living space AGI House SF, and it was Effective Accelerationism's first big in-person event um, since kind of the concept went viral this summer. Okay, in this presentation, Beth Jezos, again, that's Beth Jezos, <laughs> who called in remotely. He said, you either accelerate and scale up in terms of mindset or get busy dying. He spoke to a crowd of about 50, including several dozen founders from the current YC class, plus a number of artificial intelligence researchers and tech startup employees. Next, Gary Tan took the podium um, in person, unlike Jesus. And as he's giving the presentation, as the story goes, he motioned out the window to the fogless skyline of downtown. And he said, I could be here for five hours talking about how broken the city is, but that's why I think it's so important for us to fight here. It's so important for us to build here because if we can build here, we're going to take over the whole country. We're going to take over every nation in the world. That's what's starting tonight here among all of you. Okay, so effective accelerationism, what is that? And what exactly are its followers trying to build? The mostly online movement, commonly shortened to EAC by its adherents, consists of people who want to hit the gas pedal on technological innovation. They're trying to build the future as fast as humanly possible. AI doomerism be damned. Well, EAC, it's been around the corners of Twitter on the, the niche side for about two years. Interest in the movement surged this summer. According to Google Trends, searches for the term EAC reached an all-time high in July, just weeks after OpenAI CEO Sam Altman appeared before a congressional subcommittee to urge legislators to regulate AI. Here's Beth Jezos in an interview on the Moment of Zen podcast. So uh, I guess I'm, I'm Beth Jezos uh, online um, in the Anon Twitter sphere. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, the background I'm willing to share is that I used to be a theoretical physicist. I've worked in uh, big tech and ML. And yeah, overall, uh, ended up accidentally uh, with Bayes Lord and some others uh, sparking a very active uh, community online uh, called, uh, you know, our ideology is called effective accelerationism. Um, kind of a play on uh, effective altruism to some extent. Um, uh, it is based on uh, some ideas, and we'll get into kind of its influences and, and bases. Uh, very well read uh, about on this, and can have a lot of comments on this. But in in our case, I think it uh, started um, as a uh, just a, you know hanging out in Twitter Spaces, uh, creating anon accounts. Uh, posting on Twitter, uh, there's an account that's pretty famous in AI circles uh, called uh, Rune, at uh, T-S-Z-Z-L, I think. Um, and uh, kind of the, the the social media graph in the neighborhood of Rune is a very interesting part of Twitter, literally called this part of Twitter, or Teapot, right? Um, and uh, uh, essentially, this is a movement with that started within this part of Twitter, Teapot, um, focused on techno-optimism and being optimistic about uh, the potential of AI and as sort of a counter-movement to uh, pervasive uh, doomerism or, or pessimism and demoralization that we feel you know, was pervasive, especially in you know, 
when was it started? Venture investors, including Mark Andreessen, Brianne Kimmel, Nick Davidoff, and Tan have since put EAC in their Twitter handles or bios as a way to show their disagreement with doomerism the belief that AI should be heavily regulated, lest the technology go rogue and cause widespread societal damage. You mentioned Mark Andreessen, and he is an advocate for EAC. Um, Let's actually get his take right after this quick break. Got a clip here of him describing it a bit more. You can express EAC as a utopian religion if you want to. When the guys who uh, did it, you know, talk about it, they will kind of put that shade on it when they're in a good mood. But it's also a very, very straightforward, practical expression of how the world actually works. You know, for better or for worse, I, you know, I actually consider it to be quite grounded. At, at its heart, it's a fairly straightforward defense of capitalism, of technology, of innovation, of productivity right, of human ingenuity. So it's something that, you know, a Thomas Sowell or a Milton Friedman or a Friedrich Hayek or whatever would have said, oh yeah, that, you know, that's exactly the same thing that I'm saying. Okay, so starting to make some sense here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually found a clip from uh, Joseph Bach, who is an artificial intelligence researcher. He's a cognitive scientist. Um, He's studying all kinds of crazy things like multi-agent systems, Um, but he was actually interviewed by Lex Friedman and I found his explanation helpful well. I've been at a dinner with Beth Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. That's the Twitter handle of, um, of one of the main thinkers behind the idea of uh, effective uh, accelerationism. Mm-hmm. And effective uh, accelerationism is a tongue-in-cheek movement that is uh, trying to um, put a counterposition to some of the doom peers mm-hmm. in the AI space. Uh, by arguing that what's probably going to happen is an equilibrium between different competing AIs in the same way as there is not a single corporation that is under a single government that is destroying and conquering everything on earth by becoming inefficient and corrupt. Um, There are going to be many systems that keep each other in check and force uh, themselves to evolve. Okay, so it's definitely a tongue-in-cheek movement, but it serves a real purpose. The counteroffense against AI guardrails has become a core tenet of EAC. That ethos is underpinned by the belief that AI progress, if not impeded by the overly cautious regulation, will serve as an equalizer in society, even if it first throws society into chaos first. Let's go back to that clip of Beth Jezos talking about why this movement matters. Or, or even, even this fight against the universe uh, of, of finding pockets of free energy to, to sustain and replicate oneself. Uh, and so whatever comes next is probably going to be as intelligent, if not more intelligent, that we are, and we're open to whatever comes next, but we know that that's kind of where we're going. And I think there's a sort of um, calm and serenity that comes with accepting whatever comes next. Because the reality is that um, the notion of human, the notion of anything uh, just drifts at all times, right? Like our genetic code drifts, um, we're always evolving. There's nothing in nature that just stays the same. And so I think that, Anchoring on like the good future, quote unquote, being that we maintain the current state of humanity and maintain our local genetic neighborhood or a local neighborhood in matter configuration space forever. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's a good future. I don't think that's anti-fragile against the stochasticity and things that could go wrong. Several EAC followers have expressed frustration at companies like OpenAI and Google as they're lobbying Capitol Hill to actually regulate AI. 
For some, displaying EAC in their Twitter handle is merely a way to signal that they, like many in Silicon Valley, believe that technology will solve humanity's greatest ills. But for others, EAC is an existential battle against those who seek to slow down the pace of AI development or create moats to protect their company's competitive advantage. Jezos, who has said publicly that he is the founder of an AI startup and has a background in physics, wrote on his substack, science, technology, and intelligence still have very far to go, saying that we should seek to maintain humanity and civilization in our current state in a static equilibrium is a recipe for catastrophic failure. More on this movement after a quick break. Okay, so in late 2021, Jezos would jump into Twitter spaces and he was spitballing ideas about the fundamentals of life. I don't know if you remember that time, but spaces was pretty hot and there was always always something live. Um, Jezos and the creator of another anonymous account, Baselord, were inspired by a physics theory, actually, um, which was proposed by Jeremy England in 2013 called Dissipative Driven Adaptation, which implies that the universe favors matter that is able to continuously and effectively grow. This was essentially the foundation of EAC. EACers decided that this theory of the universe seemed suspiciously like capitalism. We have the most powerful information technology known to man on our side, the market. <laughs> right. <laughs> so many EAC believers think that the free market is the natural extension of physics principles, that it, like the universe, rewards rapid progress. And trying to slow that progress is often detrimental to society. The name itself is tongue-in-cheek, as we've said, um, and it's a play on effective altruism, which is a philosophy popularized by FTX's Sam Bakeman fried where we know where he ended up, um, which asserts that individuals should allocate their resources toward the maximum possible good. Disciples of EAC argue that the market, if unimpeded by overregulation, will do will regulate itself effectively. The movement has already created its own esoteric lore, uh, buoyed by viral memes. I mean, if you search EAC on Twitter or X, you'll stumble upon long posts worshiping the EAC sun god, a deity that personifies the EACian principles of thermodynamics. There are also countless discussions of decels, a derogatory term for decelerators, meaning people want to slow down the progress of technology. So when an ex-user criticized Y Combinator for accepting too many startups, Tan employed the term as an insult. Gary Tan tweeted or X'd, this is some decel BS. The amount of human flourishing and abundance is going up by the fact that there can and will be more successful founders. Tech leaders who have also been labeled decels in recent months include Vin Kosla for saying AI researchers should limit how much their findings they share less Chinese institutions get a hold of them, which seems responsible. Um, and AI researcher Paul Rodiger, who wrote in a thread on how new uncensored AI models could generate harmful content and if asked. So again, looking for some kind of guardrails, um, but he's obviously a decel. Now, some of the meme making is clearly a joke or at least engineered to go viral. I mean, it's a well-worn strategy among the very online. Be polarizing, grab eyeballs, then hope the movement's deeper principles steep into the public consciousness. Memes can shape our reality. Okay, so how did people like Martin Scarelli now make it into this circle? Yeah, right. Well, okay, Madison Campbell, founder of the rape kit startup Lita Health, was previously dating Scarelli while he was discovering the movement. 
She said that they were attracted to EAC for its aggressively pro-AI stance, but she has since said that the group is clouding the message with memes and trash talking to each other, which also kind of feels like something Scarelli would be into. So Campbell, she believes that AI optimists, they need a voice on Capitol Hill, someone to fight against the regulators, impeding the AI development. And so she doesn't see how the, the movement, though, that's led by an anonymous meme account can actually do that. However, more buttoned up organization isn't necessarily what the EAC founders want. The co-founders have written about how EAC should be leaderless so that the movement's more resilient to outside attacks. When Scarelli called for a popular anonymous Twitter account to reveal its identity, Jezos argued that being anonymous actually lets people be known for his ideas, not their credentials. For the AGI House SF member, Panday, he was the one that threw this original event. He's actually organizing another conference in later October where there's going to be three floors of content. So he really sees this growing um, and he's definitely investing in it. And then there's Pico Paco, an anonymous online account, which is higher ambitions for EAC's future. Achieve a world of infinite abundance and colonize the stars, he wrote. Okay, well, there you have it. Um, it's definitely getting weird now, but um, so you guys got to stay safe out there. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like EAC, uh, it's not the weirdest <laughs> thing we've heard of. This is 2023. We've heard a lot of weird things. So I don't know. I'm not surprised about all of this kind of being kind of bubbling up so to speak but yeah until yeah. next time i guess we'll wrap things up now so for michael saka i'm mike delcito and this is rocketship.fm <laughs>